You're listening to the Traffic and Funnel Show. What's going on, folks? This is Alan, producer of the TNF Show. Today's episode comes from a Q&A session between Traffic and Funnel's COO, Tommy, and Client Success Director, Alex, where they discuss consistency within hiring practices and when to use a W-2 versus a 1099 contract. Join our podcast subscriber community by visiting trafficandfunnels.com slash subscribe to get a free gift from us and also to get access to special deals on our next level paid products. All right, let's get to it. I hope everybody's having a great fall. And I hope you guys are, are again, finishing up and having a, a strong end to Q4 here. Uh, I know TF certainly is. And uh, and the other three business units that we've got running now were, uh, you know, uh, never a dull moment here. And, uh, you know, of course, the two newest ones, those ones are, of course, still starting out. So uh, we're, we're um, learning from some of the challenges that we've had in, in those ones. Um, but again, we're, we're growing very quickly. So I think today's topic of hiring and, uh, you know, W-2 versus 1099 and legal and taxation and all the kinds of things that uh, people are going to want to, you know, ask about and, and talk about uh, is something that we're dealing with, again, on an hourly basis here. <laughs> um, we ha- currently have almost 100 uh, people across the uh the organizations that we have and um you know we're we're certainly growing at a sprint so um part of my function here is to make sure that we're doing this in a way that is sustainable and is uh structured so that you know we don't have you know growing too quickly without having a, a structured base supporting it is a recipe for disaster because again if you can't support it you're going to have legal issues issues with the IRS, uh, you know, if, intercompany issues, even with, with people, if, you know, jobs, titles aren't lining up and salaries aren't lining up and, and things like that. So, uh, you know, this, this is really just one particular area uh, that our team and, and myself work very closely with uh, to make sure, again, that we are compliant and that we're poised to scale because you can grow as quickly as you want and you can have the biggest top line number in the world. But if, you're not profitable and you're, you're not saving your, your money as best you can. Uh, it, it's really useless because, you know, we would rather have half the income of another company, but four times the profitability, because like I always say, I joke, you know, you, you don't take percentages to the bank, you take dollars to the bank. And so again, it is all about uh, that net, net profit margin. And if, you know, we're not protecting these kinds of things, we're not poising ourselves to scale, uh, we're simply not going to be able to grow successfully. Um, another cliche, but that is entirely true. You have to slow down to speed up 100%, especially when it comes to hiring. Uh, we see people, you know, all of the time, the managers are always going to tell you, you know, oh, I need, need to start tomorrow and I need her, you know, here tomorrow morning. And, and so that's always going to be the case. And, um, and just as long as you've got the appropriate contracts, the appropriate structure, and you're doing this in an appropriate manner, uh, then you can do that. But if you're not, and you're just sort of piling on and, and bolting everything on, you know, all you're doing really is, uh, is preparing yourself for a, a very, very tough situation uh, that can be very, very costly, very time consuming and, and difficult to correct. So uh, some of the core fundamentals I like to think about is going to be consistency. 
Now, consistency as it relates to hiring, when we're talking about hiring a W-2 employee or uh, hiring a contractor as a 1099 contract. Tommy, I'm gonna interrupt you for a moment because we had a couple questions. For those of you who are international, uh, W-2, when we mentioned W-2, what we're referring to, that's actually a tax, it's a a tax lingo here in the US, but if you're international, what we're referring to when you hear W-2 is an actual employee, full-time, typically full-time employee of your company versus a contractor, somebody that you contract for a role, but they might have other obligations, other clients, other people that they serve. So when we mentioned W-2, it is an employee versus a contractor. Correct. Yes. And think of it this way, when you're dealing with people that you, you know, again, we're, we're calling this in, in employing these people in the States. I don't know what they call it in some other countries, but you are responsible for paying the government their money, right? As an employer, you withhold that money and you're giving it to the IRS. So along with, you know, that, that structure comes other obligations, you know, related to payroll taxes and are you offering benefits to these people? But consistency is key, right? If you are employing a certain type of function, you have to maintain that for all of the others. So for an example, all of our sales specialists and sales advisors are 1099 contractors, so they are not employed. That is how we do it for everybody. We can't mix and match and say, well, some sales reps are employed, some aren't. Uh, Again, it just runs into a a whole bunch of different issues there. Um, The way we look at it with our company, and again, I would I would preface this by saying this is how TF structures it, but this doesn't necessarily mean this is how you have to structure it. Um, I would urge you to consult with your attorney and your CPA to make sure that, you know, your industry, your location, uh, things like that, you know, you're, you're properly doing this the way that you should be for yours. But the way we are set up, uh, we employ everybody that is in a director and management position, as well as our client support, our operations, and our client engagement teams. Those folks are all employed. Um, Anybody that is a revenue producer, like a sales specialist, a sales advisor, uh, folks on our marketing team, media buyers, uh, even copywriters, those folks are all going to be contracted, um, as well as just part-time coaches, you know, folks that are not working full-time and and doing project-based stuff. Well, naturally, we would have those folks um, on as a contractor as well. We're not going to employ them. Uh, but the big thing, again, I just, I'm going to say it again for the third time is consistency. You want to make sure you are, are hiring the same types of functions the same way. You don't want to mix and match that because once you do, that's when you start to run into some issues with the IRS because they can say, well, hold on a second. You know, you, you should have employed this person or, or this person is claiming that you were the employee uh, and so on and so forth. And it just becomes a bigger problem for you that you want to avoid. Uh, at all costs. Hey folks, we'll get back to the show in just a moment. We wanted to give you a quick opportunity to learn about some fabulous ways to get additional value from the TNF show. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up crew? Taylor Welch here. And if you're a fan of the show and you want to get a little bit deeper in your commitment to your business and your growth and your revenue, head over to trafficandfunnels.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you're going to get a free gift from us just to help you grow your business and It's our way of saying thank you for joining the family. 
Our exclusive offers and deals usually show up to this subscriber community as well. So you'll get first dibs access on anything new, anything exciting. And most of the time, that means profitability for you. Visit trafficandfunnels.com slash subscribe. I'll see you on the inside, my friends. What's up, guys? If you're smart, you know that your time is the most valuable asset you have. It's funny. We have thousands of clients all over the world, and most of them spend their time before getting to us wasting it on free training after free training after free training, learning from people who have never actually gotten the results they want in their life in the first place. So here's what I know is true about you. One, if you want to build a successful client business, then I know number two, you're likely using your time the wrong way. You probably feel like you work a lot. Maybe you feel a little burned out. Maybe you feel like you're not earning the amount of income that is equal to the amount of effort you're putting in. And number three, I know that if someone could show you a way to work less and earn more, you'd probably take it. But if that way was free, you'd probably take it in a heartbeat. So I've got a training for you. It's about an hour. If you can invest an hour of your time, I could save you the next four years of toil figuring out how to do it right. Get more clients, get better clients, earn more per client and ultimately have control over your business maybe for the first time in your life. I've done it for myself and we've done it for about 5,000 other clients as well. Check out this free training. It will cost you nothing except for being poor. It'll cost you being poor. You have to trade being poor for being rich. Anyways, this is a joke. Just hop in. Let's see you inside. Visit trafficandfunnels.com slash holy grail. That's trafficandfunnels.com slash holy grail. So if you have any questions pertaining to what Tommy just spoke about right now, feel free to drop them in and I'll make sure that he's aware of them. Uh, okay, Conan says, can you go deeper into the consistency? What is it relating to? Is it consist- consistency in hiring the same way or for a certain role? So can you um, yeah. give maybe some example, some additional examples there? Sure. So what I'm specifically talking about with consistency uh, relates to whether or not I'm going to employ a resource or I'm going to contract that resource because the agreements that I have for those two relationships are very, very different. An employment agreement very clearly states that I, the company, are your employer. You know, you work for me. I manage you directly. I withhold your taxes. I pay the government your taxes. Uh, You know, you come into my company uh, that I pay all the costs for, I'm responsible for paying all the payroll taxes. And it just very clearly defines and draws that line in the sand of employer versus employee relationship versus the 1099 contractor. Think of that as, you know, you're, you're coming out, you, you bring a general contractor out uh, to replace your kitchen or your bathroom. They are a contractor that you are employing to, to provide a service for you. So they are, they are delivering you a set of deliverables. They're, they're doing something specific for you and you're contracting them to do that and you're paying them a fee to do that. So those, again, even our contracts say, we are not your employer. You are responsible for reporting this income and paying taxes. We do not do that. I mean, our agreements very explicitly explain the differences between these two relationships. So when it comes to consistency, I'm saying that the types of roles you're hiring for, they need to be the same. Uh, you need to follow the same path. So in other words, if your client engagement specialists are employed and they're W-2 employees, all of them need to be W-2 employees, not just, not just some and then some are contractors. They, they need to be consistent. Same thing goes with your sales specialists, your sales advisors. 
If those are contracted, then all of them need to be contracted. You can't, can't mix and match them uh, across the two. So, so that would be what I'm saying when I talk about consistency in hiring. Um, but it, it goes for many different aspects of hiring. You know, let, let's think about salaries, for example. So when we talk about employee salaries, you know, there have been so many different uh, topics and, and, you know, thoughts uh, over the years regarding salaries. And, you know, some people argue that, well, based upon your years of experience, you know, you should be getting paid this much. And then every year it goes up by 3% or 3.5% to cover inflation. And that's how, that's how you determine your salary. And it doesn't matter, you know, what the position is and all of that. But more modern thinkers, especially in the tech world, look, I don't care if somebody is 25 years old, 55 years old, male, female, nothing matters. All I care about is, is this resource going to do the job that I need them to do? And if so, I'm going to pay them what that job is worth to this company. And that might be 10 grand more, it might be 20 grand more than what they were making in their last job. But I'm paying them based upon what the job is. Nothing else matters. Now, when it comes to experience, of course, they're going to need to have experience to be able to do that job. And so, you know, traditionally, you know, you'll, you'll see a, a, an income, you know, in, increase over time. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people think that like, oh, well, you know, I, since this person's only making this much, I'm going to only offer them five grand more. You know what? Look, if what you're, what you're paying for that function is 20 grand more and you think this person's going to do it and they do a great job, pay them the 20 grand more. So you've got to be consistent in, in what you're paying people uh, to do jobs for you, especially when it comes to W-2 employees. Because when you're getting into that world, you also have to involve not only the, the Fed, but you also have the states. And there are some states in the U.S. that are very, very aggressive with the employment laws. Uh, California, oh my gosh, by far the most complicated, the most difficult uh, you know, Washington state is a huge one. Uh, even Illinois, uh, Massachusetts, New York, New York's probably the number two for most challenging because again, they, they have all kinds of different rules and laws that protect the employees and that really don't inflect uh, or protect you as a company. And so this is where consistency comes in. Very, very important. If you are paying people what they are worth to the organization, you know, that, that gets into males versus females, or it gets into age, uh, you know, none of that matters. And, and it should never matter. You should never be discriminating against any of those things or anything else for that matter. All that matters is, does the person have a, the right attitude, the right skill set to do the job? And if they do, then you pay them consistently what you would pay anybody to do that same exact job. Uh, that's the way I look at it. And that's the way I have always looked at it. Um, you know, I think that uh, there, there are many other social issues that are out there that are very real um, as well. And this is, those are avoided by, by making sure you're, you're paying people properly for what they deserve uh, to do that job. And so uh, that's what I mean when I talk about consistency with, with hiring. Uh, but again, it, it can be applied to many other areas. Uh, being consistent in business is always going to be a good thing. You know, you have consistent costs. You don't want to double your costs month over month, you know, even consistent sales. Look, everybody wants to double their sales month over month, but look, does your delivery team, are they set up to be able to handle that? Because doubling sales 
it's not going to do you any good if you don't have a delivery team that can actually support and take care of the clients. So again, consistency is very, very important on many, many levels. But specifically, I, I hope that answers the questions, uh, you know, regarding how I would uh, talk about this, you know, with hiring specifically, Alex. Thanks for listening. For more from Chris and Taylor, visit trafficandfunnels.com and get a free gift just for being a subscriber. That's trafficandfunnels.com.